Hello, folks. This is Novin Hollerback. This is a bonus. It is the one of the last two bonuses connected to this year's season, this season's season finale of Beyond Deserve, which has just been uploaded to all of our place, all the places that you get your radio shows. I want to talk about something that Kevin Samuels talked to two particular black women about them not smiling these two particular women not smiling to african-american men even if they were dating and or, or even if they were not dating or they learning how to be nice and all the rest of these things and how it is perceived by african-american men i want to extend that issue and i want to be real honest with you and i'm just let it off the cuff today because you know it's the end but we need to think about this over the summer and figure out as men how are we gonna get through all of this shit right now and i'm just gonna make it real for all of you here okay a lot of the millennials are going to turn 30 to 40 years old later this year they were all born sometime between march and November. A lot of them were born between April and November of two down of 1982 to 1985. That's the majority of, of them. Then another section of millennials were born in 1990 and another section was born in 95. So we have latter generations there that are now about turning 25, 26 years old. I have to say this, and I mean this wholeheartedly, and I, I really am sorry to say this. There is absolutely no connection as I am speaking right now. There is very little connection, honest connection, genuine connection. I'm not talking about opposites attract. That's a completely different thing in is somewhat related to it, but completely different. There is no connection between the millennial female of any age from 82 onward, from any age up to 25 years. There is no connection between the millennial females that are here now and a good smattering, possibly a polarity, possibly a majority of the early Gen Zers to at least the very early late Gen Zers, there is absolutely no connection between those women and any man of their peer set. That is at least two years younger and older. There is absolutely no connection. They cannot develop any sort of relationship that is successful in the old order thinking in new order thinking is even worse they will never make a connection with either in a new order thinking setup as we have seen and i'm going to explain a simple example i go follow a game developer that i used to know for many many years and this game developer worked at some of the best schools animation schools in the world and she had done great things in the comic book industry, great things. But her politics is has changed, just like all a lot of the people's politics have changed over the last several years. It just changed on a dime when people started disagreeing with the way their politics were going to become. And then nobody knew what to do about it, and no one knew where to go about it. And all of a sudden, we began to see the changes, this little seeds that the past and what the liberals did in the past, the little seeds start to sprout out to bring about the weeds that we now experience in many different ways, both in millennial and Gen Z cultures. There were no, it is started in high school. We began, we did not understand this in high school. We did not understand this in high school. A lot of the men were just going around doing whatever. It was the guys that went into the teams and all the rest of it. They did whatever they wanted to do. It was, it, what it, it is what it was. 
but we started to see some very interesting things, but we could not make the full connections to it, especially with the millennial generation and how we graduated and all the rest of these things. We didn't come up to the realization until Kevin Samuels have come up and all the rest of them have come up. We finally figured it out 18 years too late. We finally figured it out 18 years, 15, 18 years too late, how millennial women act. And this is becoming a problem that we're beginning to witness in that particular sense. We we started to see inklings of this when Twilight was becoming popular. We're starting to see inklings of this when Fifty Shades of Grey became popular, which was an offshoot of fan flick, fan flick of Twilight. Fan fiction. We began to see aspects of this with the rise of BTS. We began to see with the rise of Tinder. We began to see with the rise of Instagram. We began to see the rise of Visco and all the rest of it. If you have seen what these, what a lot of these women in the millennial generation experience, see, watch, and do as they grew older, you began to realize there were certain things in high school, certain little quirks that they started to do in high school that ultimately showed up as they got older and all of these things in, in, in things from the Me Too movement and Time's Up all the way up to the way they're acting through COVID now showcased itself. And it has become apparent to us and it, and now a lot of things are starting to show up, not only in entertainment, but in real life that we're beginning to see through discussions and all these other things and whatever you want to take it as, we're now beginning to see the reality of the situation. There is no connection, no visible honest, deep connection. There may never be that type of connection on a level that is satisfactory for a man and woman to compliment each other, a man to, for a woman to compliment a man's life. There is absolutely no step. There's this step that people need to take. I've mentioned this a couple of times in the specials. There's no way that there is no connection. There's just none. I believe that the mainstream media, unfortunately, as soon as I knew the way they were going to handle certain particular enterprises such as Sailor Moon and other particular entities as well, card captors and all the rest of it, I knew we were heading for disaster. I just knew we were heading for disaster. We were, it, it, it was going to be a disaster of epic proportions. It was going to happen. And now the chickens have come home to roost. I do not believe that a, I do not believe that millennial women will be ever be good mothers. I don't believe that's the case. I believe that we have a lot of single mothers who are millennials, especially in the African-American community and Latino communities. There are single mothers that might have been, that now maybe with stepfathers and all the rest of it. We have a lot of Gen Zers in the same boat. I don't believe they can actually make a connection with a man. And it's showcasing in everything that we're looking at through the Fresh and Fit radio show, through Kevin Samuel's show, through all the things that are going on with Corey Holcomb and him talking about what's going on with the young with the young dudes today. 
We're seeing it through a lot of the things that Tony Sotomayor talks about and what Ricky Smiley was talking about. It's now open season. We have to say the truth. Millennial women, especially in the inner cities, a lot of them started having children at 15, 16, 17 years old. And it took us out. A lot of them started dating these 20, 25-year-old dudes at that 10-year at gap. And a lot of us who were 15, 16, 17, 18 years old were just struck out on everything. A lot of us tried to go to JV and all the rest of these things to try to see if we could become successful in the basketball world and all the rest of it. We weren't going to get any. A lot of us didn't make it. Okay, fine. So what do we have left? We have to have certain types of things in order for us to compete. Unfortunately for myself and many others, we never got the chance because either our fathers wanted to focus more on our schooling, which was important at the time, or they wanted to focus us enough, not on the females, but on our goals in the future and what I was going to be there. But in many different ways, how is it was going to be very difficult? It was going to be difficult for us to find what we were going to do for the rest of our lives. It was at, at 15, 16, 17, 18 years old. It was going to be extremely difficult. And some of us didn't were not allowed to reach our dreams because if we were allowed to reach our things, everything else in that particular term was going to get to a point where we wouldn't have to worry about who, what woman will come to us because they will just come into our lives by osmosis of us doing what we wanted to do for the rest of our lives, our vocational, our vocational way of living. That if we make money with it, fine. If we make a lot of money with it, even better. But if we don't make money with it, it will bring people that will want to come and be around that vocation and actually will compliment us and the vocation to become successful. None of these women have the same type of uh, idea that they have. They speak in the same terms that this particular poster talks about the racism, the sexism, the whole things with the girlfriends and the mommy bullshit that they spout out. It's all sickening. All these women are talking about is just deep, deep scarred sickness from things that they saw in high school. Deep scarred sickness that they have never, they have never reconciled with a honest to goodness, good psychologist that does not play games. A lot of these psychologists, especially for a lot of these women, play games. And they have played games for too fucking long. And now we're seeing the result. We're seeing bad education, bad psychology, bad, um, how should we say this? Promotion of particular things in culture, as it were, when it pertains to women's um, heroes and that sort of thing. You see all of these particulars coming uh, with way the women's heroes uh, see themselves and all these other things. There has been a hatred of female sexuality in the sense that when a woman that has it and doesn't use it to destroy men are, is destroyed by those that are jealous of her beauty and her professionalism that comes from that beauty and that agency she gets from that beauty. I'm speaking about Anna Kamori in particular, but sometimes I'm speaking about Katie Holmes in the wrestling business. I'm also talking about other particular people outside of wrestling business as well. That they have this beauty, but they cannot compare themselves, but they compare themselves to the legends of fashion, such as Claudia, such as Imam, such as all of them. They will never reach that level. It's all a bunch of bullshit. And then the self-hatred continues up to the point where we have bimbo culture that now exists and those that are seem to be frigid, like the poster at, at Twitter seems to be frigid or all these other things, they promote bimbo culture 
by osmosis and on the sly, on the basis of why are these men talking like this about their girlfriends? They're trying to feed themselves up and they all talking about why do they need to be sucking their dick and, 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 and all this mommy culture bullshit and what the fuck have you. They have no understanding. A lot of millennial women do not have that understanding and have their lack of humility and understanding and they may never really have it and especially it's getting worse with Gen Zers that is become apparent to me that the disasters that will come is pretty much our generation female generations women's fault and they refuse to solve their problems with it there are a lot of women who are trying to get through a lot of this and trying to be nice because the pandemic has showcased the disasters that have come. But I begin to understand, especially when this pandemic hit, that it's a generational problem. It's a gigantic generational problem. And I said it at the end of the specials that I did for the Rational Mail religion and positive masculinity. That basically we have to let these, we have to let these women go. We have to let these millennial women go. A lot of them are single mothers. A lot of them have have babies on the side. A lot of them might have done all sorts of sexual things on the side. And we have to let them go. If we don't let them go, we screw ourselves over and we screw everybody and the whole society over by continuing to perpetuate those things they are continuing to be perpetuated as. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to say some sad shit today. I really do mean, and I really do mean this. We have seen what ELP did and you've seen the videos of him talking to a 13-year-old girl on a on iMessage, and it was absolutely sickening. And people said it was sad that this guy did that particular thing. It is sad. And in my estimation, it's out of desperation. It's out of desperation and it's out of a realization that he can't do any better. And that is because he has seen that he's a certain weight. He has a certain disposition. He has certain likes that will ingratiate him with other women, but they don't see him as attractive. He has tried, he may have tried with women there, but he didn't want to be with those that have children on the slot, on the side and all the rest of these things. So the unfortunate, sad and dark thing is, is that ELP did that particular thing and they caught him on it. He should be arrested. He should be going to prison. They shouldn't even be promoting him anywhere. But these are the answers men are taking right now as we speak. They're taking these actions. The sad reality is, is that, and, 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 and it makes me cry sometimes. And I'm not a crier, I don't cry, but it makes me almost wall up in tears to see how bad shit has gotten. And we really even shouldn't be talking about sexuality in this particular manner because in my estimation, in my estimation, in America and the conclusions and the observations I'm seeing, this country is not capable or not 
conductive enough or even not con conclusive enough. Even Japan is better than this. It's not conclusive enough to fall in love or to have a successful adult relationship, sexual, with all the aspects that hold, we, we even the sex being the glue that holds the relationship together. America at this particular point and has been for almost the last, let's put it in between 15, 20, 25 years has not been a place where a man can be successful, have a sexual relationship, have a relationship that leads into marriage, have a marriage that leads into children and will uh, allow him to raise their children in a successful manner. They started discombobulating it within 25 years ago and we saw that expression come out what the fuck is going on through all the works that the Gen Zers were doing especially with ECW and all the rest of it. They were just asking a question. That's what ECW was. That's what all these extreme works does. All that they were asking three questions. Are we men? Are women just what they are? What is our future? That is their question they ask. And the fact is that we never got an answer to that question or the answer to that question is similar to what Geoff Johns did with the storyline concerning Mr. Dr. Manhattan and Superman in the interestingly titled the, Wa the Watchmen crossover with the rest of the DC universe that they talked about back in 2019. It would be seem to be a deeply corporate answer. It's a deeply corporate, semi-cynical answer to that question. That question could have been answered in a many different ways looking back at it, but that is a situation that we are in this particular thing, in this particular thing. America is not a place, unfortunately to have a sexually fulfilling relationship with another female of the same age set that would push things into a point where that person gets married, that person has children, that person raises their child to become a successful person in society. It is not the place for it. It's the place for a whole lot of other shit it may be even a place to make money if you're lucky, but it's not a place for relationships anymore. Maybe in the past it was because there was a certain amount of space and there were a certain amount of, I don't want to say taboos in the sense, but certain things that were not played up on or were not necessarily supported, but Women knew the game where the game is. Women knew how to smile. It's a generational thing. It's, it's, I take it everything has been with medic, with medicine, with the testosterone and all the rest of it. No, it's a generational thing. I'm going to keep it as that because what I heard from this particular woman is that a lot of these liberals, a lot of these liberals all over the Western world, I hate to say it to everyone here, has used the black woman's idea, has used the black woman's ideals of hating black men and all the rest of it and has spread it for all other cultures and societies all over the Western world, especially with a lot of white people, a lot of white women towards their own white men and especially towards black men. It's much worse in the sense that they see black men as toys and white men just like black women treat white black women treat black men with disdain and hatred and disgust. And then when 
This particular woman comes up and says the sexism, the racism, and the whole lot of isms and all the rest of it, especially with Overwatch and all the rest of it. And then she has to go ask the law and, or, or, and her friends and her colleagues have to go ask the law to go for, stop them from talking about things that are a little serious. Things that are a little serious to her teammates' per personal lives and that particular sense. She gets pissed off about it. But she doesn't have the wherefore or the understanding or hasn't even even reached at her age the maturity levels to let it be. She hasn't reached that level. And it's deeply troubling to me. And the thing is with LP, well, LEP and others is that with that particular man and what he did and what he tried to do to that 13 year old girl and the disgusting actions that he took is that we're, it's going to come to a point where The older women in our society, especially in America, are going to try and convince motherfuckers that in order to prevent LP, they must do this, that they're going to try to do state prostitution. And then everybody else will have to accept it because they don't want children to be hurt. But that is a even graver mistake than what needs to be done towards these particular type of men. Those particular type of men, if they took that action, need to die. If they didn't take that particular action, they need to be thrown away for years and years and years. They need to be castrating all the rest of the particular day. But if they did that action, that person needs to die. There is no two ways about this. And what I'm trying to explain here is very dark. There are certain things that you need to understand that has made the concepts and has forced the hand of a lot of American media, social, political, and other people's hands into making the decisions that have basically taken a lot of freedom away. And one of these particular reasons is that they feel as those that all women are considered to be children regardless of age. That's what the liberals say women are. They need to be protected as children, protected as goddesses, protected as all these other things. It does not matter. It's the same type of thing. They can't be, men are just evil and all the rest of it. Women must be protected at all particular times, except that particular man who birthed this child. And if it's a female child, she need to be separated from them and all the rest of these things and whatnot and all the rest of it. What is happening is, is that right now you don't understand what's going on. What is happening in our society is that while LP LEP and others are getting caught with their pants down in front of these in front of the innocents and he's being caught at it we're seeing young men 15, 16, 17 years old going out with dirty 35, 36 year old women especially in the inner city schools especially in the schools now I warned y'all a while back that these women are down bad 
I told y'all this. They're getting caught on mass, and no one's batting an eyelash because women are treated in a certain way. We're now reaching a point where disaster is about to take place, that they can change the rules of the game. One of the reasons why I say that there may have to be a full separation ultimately of our generation's women and men fully and completely that we don't have any type of things with each other is because that I don't believe I I don't even believe in that particular sense in this particular generation and the generation after the Gen Z and the millennial generation that any of the females from the time they were 11, 12 years old to the present day ever liked a young boy. I don't believe they did. If they did, it was to, it was to placate an insecurity. It was to get over a rival. It was to do some sort of other thing. It was to tease that boy. It was to do all these particular things and whatnot. They have never liked and, and that it, they have never liked them. Never at all. They have never liked them. As soon as these particular um, older men, 20, 25 years old, as soon as they saw them with their cars and all the rest of it, they started getting in their cars and it was a wrap. It was a wrap. There was nothing any of us 16, 17, 18 year old could do. We couldn't fight. If we fought, we were going to get hurt bad. If we fought back, we were going to get hurt bad. We had, the law was not for us at that particular time, and it's still not for us right now. Because the bullshit is still happening. Now we reach the point where it's come up eight, 15 years later. These women now talking about the abuse that they suffered in the hands of these dudes in the past or high schoolers in the past that they didn't like and all the rest of it. But they started out 15, 16, 17 years old going up with these 20 year old boys and all the rest of these things. 20-year-old men and whatnot. And we get lost in the shuffle. Then we get hurt. When we try to talk to them after they broke up with the 20 year old, when he's now older and whatnot, he moved on to something else. And now he's going to go for, and now we get in trouble for shit that she might think happened to us when we never even did nothing. We see with this, with, with Brian Banks and all the rest of them. But it turns out she might have been talking about something that happened way, way back in the past. Then we get screwed over. We get into depression. We don't have nowhere else to go. We don't have Rolo Tomasi that came out there, even though he started in 2012. We don't know where to go to and all the rest of it. Things start happening. And we start getting older. We begin to see a lot of bullshit start to happen with our peer set. And once we figure out that none of them are good and they're all playing games, shit start happening. And we and a lot of men decide, sadly, unfortunately, to go the same route this dude got, this dude went through. It's too easy. Because the game is too easy. Everywhere is too easy now. And then we have others that decide, oh, we're not going to do that. I just read a sim for the biggest for the biggest booze, the biggest ass, whatever, Danielle Simmons and all the rest of it, because he's healthier for us. There is no health in this society if the best choices we have are single mothers. The bullshit LP did and simping for Daniel Simmons. Those are not healthy options. What all three showcases that there are 
very few women in this world that are matured. And even with that, problems from their past and problems from other people's past that affect them and the way the media influences them, especially coming from Cosmopolitan and a whole lot of it has affected the way they thought and believe and listen to has affected everything that men and women speak to each other and talk to each other about. But men are in a place of non-healthy attitudes, body structure, everything about what we think about how to handle our sexual mores, morals, virtues, and all the rest of it have gone backward. Slid down to degeneracy in ways I cannot tell you. And then you have these these same women, these same old women, these same old hags. Thank you, Momo Watanabe. These bitches are hags. These same old hags are coming around saying all this type of shit about, oh, this, this, this in the dirt. This stand in the dirt. We're going to do this in the dirt. We, we, we got to change the consent law so only 35-year-olds can fuck with me we will still have a chance again. Are you fucking with me? You're doomed. This, let me make this clear. I'm making it very clear. I said this in the specials. I'm saying it again. It's worse. If a 28-year-old acts like she's still eight years old because of her body is a 28-year-old woman. But her mind is an eight-year-old. Are you doing the right thing by being with that particular type of person? No. You still a pred. If a 28-year-old still has a mind of a 16-year-old, you still a pred. The mind and body have to work together. That's what y'all got. Y'all got to figure this out. The mind and body work together. If they don't work together, you know it when you see it. And then we have all these women out there promoting all these days the bad side of LGBT, the bad side of all these drag queen what have you, uh, uh, drag queen house, they, they're using LGBT to promote the bullshit that they think will make sure that their daughters will be safe from the dark man and the evil man and the black man and the white dudes with Republican values. They're gonna protect them from all of that. LGBT, listen up. You're being played by these old hag millennial women who never got over their own bullshit. Tell them to fuck off and fuck off right now. Tell them to fuck off. You're being played. We got no time for this shit. We got no time for it. We can't be doing this. If a black woman is being told or has learned not to smile towards black men, thinking that black men only want their pussy, then are you shocked that you can't have a relationship or you can't be in a relationship or you will not succeed in relationship with black men? Black men don't even necessarily care about white supremacy. Even that concept don't even fly with actual people who are white identitarian. They know white supremacy don't even fly with them. They know it too. They're, black men are more worried about who is sleeping in the same bed with them. 
And when she can't even smile and she's mean mugging and she has resting bitch face and the liberals and those in the media are promoting this resting bitch face, the black bimbo culture, the things that we are seeing all over from the Grammys on down, destroying all sorts of talent, and then they can go and convince themselves over in Canada and say all types of bullshit on Twitter, thinking them all men are evil and all the rest of it. How do you think I'm supposed to feel? How do you think I'm supposed to react? There's a lot of people that say to me, no, women can't mature. They grow. They may have different thoughts from time to time. But women can't mature or not have never been able to get a chance to mature in this particular societies in recent years. They can't mature. Every time they're asking men to step up and take responsibility from both the trans cons and the feminists, you playing the same game. In fact, they tell me, some of them tell me and my observations are are becoming more dangerous by the day. The reason why they're going after transgendered women is because transgender women smile more and act more feminine than these old hags do even when they have children to raise and take care of and watch over. They don't even love their own children. Their children will even suffer the same fate as them. Especially their young men who are going to be told by the time they're five years old to the present day, to the time they grow up to be 25, that they have to sin for a woman and everything that a woman says is gospel. Then they, then be, then is anybody going to be surprised that people say, hey, the, old, the gay guys know what they're talking about. The BSM people know what they're talking about, tops and doms. If I'm a top and I get there, at least that aspect of my sexuality can be freed. And I don't have to worry about it anymore. I can do something else. Oh, I'll just be the, oh, I'll just, I have allergen. Some people have allergenophilia. They can dress up and all these rest of these things. I can take care of that sexuality. I can do something else. Nature abhors a vacuum. The vacuum has arrived and there it is. They want to change everything we know about how we meet up with each other, how we see each other as men and women. They don't even believe in consent laws anymore. They believe in consent forms, which is a form of prostitution. They don't believe in mate guarding. They believe the state needs to guard against mate hunting by men. They believe there's such a thing, such thing called incel. There is no incel culture. There is just women failing to smile.
folks i'm gonna make it clear to you if it can't be 18 and they try to change it to something else older and then trying to screw over everybody else you know what the fuck that means but if they try to make it lower because they can't fix the problem of women as they grow older then we're in bigger trouble than you can possibly imagine gentlemen we have to forgive ourselves as men for the things that happened in high school between the relationships that we had and the mistakes we made in our, in those relationships women mature faster than men that's biological fact we didn't catch up we're at least two years behind we will always be two years behind. We'll be 20 years behind in some cases. They've always wanted men older than them. Always. From the time they started it, from the time they had their first period up to the end of the, their lives, they always wanted older men. From that particular perspective, there is no connection between our peer set in our generation between men and women. There is no connection. I didn't say opposites attract that, like I said earlier, that's not what I meant. But there is no connection to develop a type of complementary relationship between the woman and men of the millennial generation and the same with the gen z generation there will always be a disconnect and now the disconnect is much worse so it's okay to let these millennial women go it's okay they can say whatever they want to say about oh you like these young women they this that, and the other thing we have no connection with y'all. We don't. Whatever connection that was, it was high school. We were put in the same grades, even though the ages were between six months to a year from each other. From that particular point, when we got our, we got our degrees and whatnot, we were completely separated especially in the millennial and Gen Z culture. We're completely separated. We don't know each other no more. We have to accept that and move on. Some of us got lucky married in our peer set and, and we developed, and there was something other, some other hook, some other thing that made us successful. But for a lot of us, five years, we married five, 10, 15 years after graduation married 5 10 15 years they were completely different generations the same thing happened with the women when they were 16 17 18 and they were dating 20 25 30 year olds same thing happened 15 years ago and they're still looking for what happened 15 years ago as they become dirty dirty 40 years old wondering is that all there is and then were shocked when they found the dude on Instagram that they met over in high school when they were that young and the feelings start happening again folks men forgive yourselves if you did the right thing and didn't do what else LEP did. Forgive yourselves. And realize that we're separate. They were never ours. It was another man's turn. And if they want to bullshit and still talk shit even after what has happened in this pandemic and whatnot, you know what you do? Let them go. Don't speak to them. Don't talk to them. They ain't shit.
tickle to continue to fail until they look to the left and they look to the right and they look forward towards their mirror and look behind them at the bathroom and they see nobody around them. They see nobody around them. The millennial women and millennial men have to be separated. We have no connection with each other. Some of them do, some of them did, that's fine, but on the whole, we have no connection to each other. And, it, and it's best that we just go our separate ways and not worry about it. They can do what the fuck ever. And it could, and it's going to be the same for the Gen Zers. So especially now, I especially tell a lot of these Gen Z men, biology pushed you out. The way women see each other now pushed you out. Forgive yourself. You didn't do anything wrong. Start developing ways of how to develop your life, your vocation, your occupation, and all the rest of it today so you can have a better life tomorrow and you can bring somebody if you want to, if it is, if you feel as though this person is going to be a part of your life, this woman's going to be a part of your life, bring it in later on, bring her later on to compliment your life. That's all I got to say about it. We have to be separated. We have to say goodbye to the millennial woman and move on from there. That's all. Thank you for listening. This is Novit Hallback. We'll be back on October 11th with the first episode of season three of Beyond This Earth. And we'll have specials throughout the rest of the spring and summer. We're on it. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Attic. Radio Republic, Overcast, soon on Amazon Music, soon with the interviews on Stereo App, and wherever you get your radio shows. Take care of yourselves, and we will see you next time on Beyond This Earth.